Stories of the human spirit. Candid conversations about action, passion, and love. The Law of Action is about living in balance, moving forward with momentum in inspired action. Overcome challenges, create success, amplify your life, and achieve things you never thought possible. It's all waiting for you. If you're ready to break through your fears and live your life in massive action, this is the show for you. He's a best-selling author, speaker, advisor, your host, Mr. Action himself, Rob Actis. Welcome to the show, Action Takers. Glad to have you here. Living the Law of Action is based on my book, The Law of Action. And I love to connect with the movers and shakers of the world who are passionate about the good they do for others and who listen to their hearts taking inspired action every single day. If this is your first time joining us or you've been with us for a while, I want to personally thank you for listening in and being here with us. Please rate and review the Living the Law of Action show on your favorite podcast platform. On this show, my guests, they're incredible. Action takers, people who are forces for good in the world around them and live a life of inspired action. My guest today does just that. In this episode, Ruth Young Loesa and I discuss how to inspire others to believe in the power of visualization. If you want to be resilient, focus, and have faith in yourself so you can visualize the life you want and move forward with your goals, this is the show for you. After 23 years as a housekeeper, Ruth finally quit cleaning to devote her full time to her inventive ideas. Oh yeah, and she has some great ones. When she was taken in by the Brink program at the prestigious University of San Diego. Today, Ruth has been granted two patents and a trademark for innovative bed sheets. They're so cool. You won't believe. You're like, why didn't I think of that? Ruth is a CEO and founder of Genius on Development and the Neat Sheets inventor. She's a small business owner, serial entrepreneur, innovator, visionary, dreamer, international best-selling author, pioneer, and of course, she is an action taker. Ruth, welcome to the Living the Law of Action show. Wow. Thank you, Rob. Quite an intro. <laughs> I know. And it's you. It's it's you. So <laughs> relish in that. You're a true action taker. Um, I am so glad to have you here. I love 23 years cleaning houses. First of all, I have friends that are house cleaners. And that is something that really has an impact on your body. Like that is something. Oh. It's, it, it's brutal, isn't it? It is. It is. I'm suffering the consequences right now. You know, I might have a little bit of back pain. My hands hurt and I'm trying to reverse the damage that I did to my body. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's 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 incredible. I will say every person that I know that cleans houses, they are incredible human beings and their work ethic and their desire to make someone's living environment, their home environment, just so beautiful for them to experience is truly humbling to me. I, I, I love house cleaners. I love people that are doing that because most of them have such heart and soul and they really want to contribute and they work so freaking hard. There's a reason why you hire a house cleaner because you don't want to do it because you don't want to work so hard. <laughs> yeah, or people doesn't have time 
that too. But yeah, I have a lot of my clients. Uh, when I left just this year, I have some of them as close as being my clients for almost two decades. Wow. Yeah. That says yeah. something, you know, to hold on to someone for two decades says a lot about you. And it shows what an action taker you are. And it shows that you're out here to make a difference in the world. And I love that you are making a difference in the world, but also making a difference in your life in being such an action taker of going from a housekeeper to being an inventor. So when you were cleaning houses, did you go to yourself, I can do a better job here. I can do a better job here. Tell me how this all went, how it happened. Well, so I was cleaning houses and then, um, you know, uh, I actually started cleaning houses after leaving a very violent uh, domestic situation with the father of my children. So it was after, basically, he wrapped around my neck a phone cord and he was telling me, yeah, call the cops, but they're just going to come and pick up your body. So I decided that day that I wasn't going to be a part of the statistics. So I left. And then I found myself a single mom of three little children. Wow. Uh, they were ages 11 months old. The, the middle one was almost two years old. And the oldest one is three year, was three years old. Uh, as of today, my children are 26, 27, and 28. <laughs> so... I I left that relationship and I I couldn't go to work, you know, to a normal regular job, so I have to find some way of getting an income. So the only thing that I could do was to clean houses. So I started cleaning houses and so my children started going to school and all of that, right? My English started improving improving too. I used to communicate with my clients uh, via notes. They will write down something and then next time I'll come back, I'll know what they meant. So that's how I started speaking English. (laughs) So anyway, during that time, um, I, I was cleaning houses the way my mom taught me to clean them. So I will move the fridge, I will move the couches, you know, everything had to be very clean. So immediately I started getting a lot of clients, um, immediately, even though I didn't speak much English, um, and I didn't have a car. So, um, anyway, that's how I started my cleaning business and fast forward. Well, I want to jump in for a second. So first of all, I just want to acknowledge you for breaking the cycle for your kids and being fearless and getting out of a bad situation because you show your kids that you deserve to be happy and you don't deserve to be treated like that. And I just really want to acknowledge you for that. That's a big step. There's a lot of people that are in domestic violence situations that just don't feel they can leave and they feel they deserve it. And you have broken the cycle for your kids and you've shown them that you deserve to be happy and that you take responsibility for your life and your life is your life because of the actions that you take. So big kudos to you. I'm so glad you got out of that. I'm so glad that you're so resourceful to start cleaning and work around, you know, your schedule. I mean, that, yeah, that's, you know, the one thing I find fascinating about 
house cleaning is that, you know, I said, you know, it's hard work and you don't, and then you jumped in and you said, or people that don't have the time, even if you have the time, because I, I don't know, I really love to take care of my things. I like to keep everything looking new. Uh, I just think it's because I grew up and I didn't have a lot of money and the stuff that I had, I had to take care of because I wasn't getting another one. If I messed it up, it's done. And so I take really good care of my car and it's almost like honoring your possessions. And the Mm -hmm. one thing is, even though I want to honor my home and I work really hard to keep my home nice, I don't know how to honor it because there is a technique that's involved of how to take care of your home and and how to effectively clean because I think mm-hmm. I'm doing a good job and then I have someone come in and and work in my home and I'm like how do you do that like how <laughs> and you know I know I could eventually learn and I've tried I get on YouTube and I tell you one thing that I do do and just to get off track because not only am I Mr. Action but I'm also Mr. ADHD is I <laughs> I roll my towels. I had friends over last night. <laughs> and, um, they they saw on my on my uh, ta- kitchen table. They're like, "Who did this?" And I go, "I did." What do you like? Live in a hotel? And I go, "Yeah, I live in a hotel. <laughs> I love rolled towels. It because as a speaker, I've traveled so much, and uh. I love the hotel feel. So I keep my home as clutter free as I can and feeling like mm-hmm. a hotel because it's very." peaceful and tranquil. Mm-hmm. And so I roll my towels and everybody laughs at me, but that's something that I do. So if you want to know, so. yeah, yeah, <laughs> you should, no, you should invent a quick way to roll towels because it doesn't happen very fast, but it's, it's a wonderful thing. And it's, it's really, um, uh, a way to honor your home. And so I just want to acknowledge yeah. you for that. I know I got off on a tangent, but hey, if you're a listener of this show, you know that I do that because my ADD kicks in and I just start going in a different tangent. <laughs> so it's strap in and hold on tight and get ready for the ride. So, all right. So you did that. And then during that time, did you come up with ideas on like how to do things better? Is that where this all yes. started? Okay. No, it didn't start there, but I uh, why, while I was cleaning houses, it will frustrate me many household products that, uh, to me, they were obsolete. They were outdated. So I was like, oh, why no one comes with a better uh, shoe organizer? Why no one comes with a better, uh, you know, jewelry? I have problems pronunciating some words jewelry the you know where you put your earrings jewelry absolutely you said it perfectly you said it perfectly you're good and i just want to acknowledge you also i love how you learned english by doing housework and communicating with your clients like that's so great (laughs) you are the epitome of an action taker when i met you i just like i have to get you on the living the live action show because you're such an action taker and you break through fear all the time. You just like, you know what? Okay, obstacle, roadblock. I'm still moving forward. You keep doing that. So you're seeing things that need to be done, jewelry, uh, shoes, and then you're working on the beds. And is that when this idea happened? Uh, yes. So what happened is that um, one day I was on my way to drop off one of my children um, 
to to school. She they at this time they are already out of the house, but I happened to give her a ride that day, and we were at the at the stoplight, uh, red light, and just all of the sudden someone rear-ended my car, and we end up being compressed between that car and a, a small industrial truck. So. It was a car accident that I wasn't expecting to happen. So we were told, we ended up in the hospital and the whole thing, but I was told that I was going to need back surgery and I refused. I'm petrified. I don't want anything in my body. I have never, not even when I had my children, I had the epidural. I don't like any of that. So I was like, no. I started doing physical therapy, but what happened is that I, I wasn't working. I couldn't work, so we lost that income. And so my husband even had to help me to go to, you know, the bathroom and stuff like that. I couldn't do anything. My husband ended up losing his job. So we exhausted our savings and we end up homeless, completely homeless. Uh, my husband, myself, and our three little dogs. And literally, we slept. And in his car under the bridge in uh, Old Town. Are you here in San Diego? I'm not, but I was born and raised in San Diego. You said Old Town, and I'm like, <laughs> Whaley House. I know. And there's some great restaurants oh. in Old Town. So, yeah. So, you get yes. me. See, now we'll start talking about food. Well, <laughs> you went from homeless, uh, well, and we're like, let's talk about food. <laughs> well, you, you know that trolley station in Old Town, um, that the, the bridge that is up um there we we slept under there it was wow. it was a very i never ever in my life thought that that will happen to me ever because i always had money safe i was very diligent hard worker it doesn't take person. much it doesn't take it doesn't much take most much. people yeah. most people can be homeless in two weeks yes yeah for us it happened months uh the accident happened in april if i'm not mistaken if i remember correctly and then on november 3rd i will never forget that's the last day that we stay in our apartment we left and i knew that we had nowhere to go so we were homeless and fast forward well that happened we were homeless for i believe three years um and so but wow okay that's that's incredible like that's incredible. That is so long. Yes, it, uh, very, very long. You're just like a force of nature. You are, you know. We're gonna look up action taker, and there's gonna be a picture of you, like just fearless. That's your <laughs> new word. We're gonna call you fearless. That's just amazing. Like that's so, so significant. You know, and and people are gonna hear this, and they're gonna know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. You just oh, have yeah. to keep moving forward. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Um, I It didn't seem like that when when we were going through it. Um, around sometime in the first year, we were able to buy a beat up all RB. But believe me, Rob, living on the streets uh, like that, is, it's very rough, very rough. You oh have the God. police coming, yeah. knocking on your door at two, three in the morning and they think you're a drug addict or something. They automatically assume not all of them but i'm saying some of them or people even people calling the police on us so it was very very stressful uh finally we end up leaving or parking behind a church in claremont um and 
praise the Lord for that people. They never bother us. They saw at some point I started working, I was recuperating. And so it was two years into the homelessness time that um, they will see us getting up in the morning, going to work. My husband was already uh, working. I was starting to work part-time cleaning houses again. And so it was during this time that um, I started creating drawings and simple prototypes of many ideas that I have come come up with while I was cleaning houses. In fact, in two uh, that wasn't uh, when this was happening around 2012, 2013. But back in 2004, I have attempted to file for an idea that didn't work. I have no knowledge. I didn't know how to do it. And so that I ended up abandoning that idea and and by the way, that idea ended up in the market. Um, my idea was being sold <laughs> in the stores. But anyway, <clears throat> going back to this time, um, so I was creating all these just to keep myself distracted, to continue recuperating. And so that, yeah, so never thought, of, oh, I'm going to be, you know, an inventor. I'm going to have patents. I'm going to be working on these. I'm going to be selling these. No, it was just to keep myself distracted and busy and just to channel that energy that I have in a positive way. So <clears throat> fast forward, uh, finally, we came out, out of the homelessness time. We were able to uh, gather some money and, and move into a little house. That's awesome. So... <laughs> And the first week of moving into that little house, my husband started complaining because the bed sheet kept coming off the mattress. And I was, I remember he woke me up around four in the morning and he's like, oh, this freaking bed sheet keep, keeps coming up. And I look at him and I was like, dude, be grateful. We are in a house. We right. have something good. <laughs> right. And, but, you know, he was focused on his um, issue at the moment. But then that morning I thought, why? I, I'm just going to fix this. So long story short, I got a prototype done. So on that same set of bed sheets, I put the idea that I already knew, you know, because I have struggled with that issue for many years. Um, I have made the beds about 20,000 times and I have suffered that problem all the time. I have clients asking me, calling me, uh, texting me, hey, Ruth, do you know what? Um, can you recommend me a better set of bed sheets? So I already was familiar with that issue. That's why right. one of the prototypes I created, a tiny little one, was about the bed sheets. So anyway, I put back that first prototype back on the bed and the bed sheet never came out again my my husband noticed a few days later and he's like hey where did you get this and i said i i created it and he's like what he's like this is awesome we need to protect this idea and i look at him he's six six one i'm four eleven i look up and i i say we now we speak French, and I, I, I love you, Ruth. You are so cool. I, uh, we, well, we, we speak French. I'm going to borrow that. I, I love that because I have friends go, hey, we should – we? We. Do I do we speak French? Okay, I'm I'm gonna. That's my new line. <laughs> that's my... 
it was just the whole thing was spontaneous. I never thought he would, you know, all I wanted to do at the moment was to fix the problem so I would not hear his mouth complaining. <laughs> that was it. But that happened. And so anyway, um, yeah, uh, I created that prototype at work and he suggested that we needed to file uh, for protection. So he started. We we it. needed you like that. So he, we need to file. He still got, we need to file for protection. <laughs> well, actually, he was the one. He was the one who started looking into it, and that's what happened. He uh, uh, found that uh, at the United States Patent and Trademark Office, yeah. they were having a conference oh, uh, in regards to protect your ideas. So. So actually, we were just barely coming back on track, getting our finances in order. But uh, we we decided to f to fly to the headquarters in Alexandria, Virginia. Yeah, we actually did the same thing. We ended up sleeping in the rental car because we couldn't afford a hotel. Uh, but we were there the whole the whole uh, conference time. That it was two or three days, and. I met someone there that uh, told us about an invention competition happening uh, near in the greater New York area. And um, I thought, no, we can, I mean, we can afford it. But we were, you know, okay, oh, that's cool, thank you. At the last minute, few weeks after, um, I ended up deciding that I was going to go to the invention competition. So my daughter and her husband, my youngest daughter, um, they pay for the airplane ticket and for the rental car. So I end up sleeping, flying to New York, and I flew to New York with only $50 in my pocket. That wow. I remember, fine, um, a $50 bill. So I slept in the rental car, and the next day um, I went to the competition. Actually, what I did was to get a membership with 24-hour fitness. <laughs> there so you I go. Could, yeah. Yeah. So you can shower. So yeah, that's great. Exactly. Yeah, exercise and sh shower, be ready. And so when I arrived to the competition, I was um, actually thinking, what the heck am I doing here? Um, I shouldn't be here. So uh, I saw that there were a couple of uh, engineers. Uh, there were actually some people that created some cool app apps. And I was like, Ugh. Yeah, incredible anyway. stuff. I can imagine that would have been very intimidating to be around anyway. all these engineers because patent, it's, it's so um, intricate. And every little thing has to be perfect. And most patents are so complicated. And so I would imagine that you would have a lot of imposter syndrome, like, what am I doing here? What am I doing here? What am I doing here? But look oh, at yeah. you. You're fearless. You're sleeping in the car. You, you made it happen. And it's incredible. And I would imagine also you're like, wait, I have a bed sheet. These people are creating nuclear devices, and I have a bed sheet. <laughs> um, there were more simple inventions, but it's still super cool compared to a bed sheet. And and so I actually requested to be the last one to present. So um, out of eight uh, inventions, mine was I was number seven, which is my favorite number. Um, it was a whole day event. So at the end of the day, I was actually considering to leave the competition early because I'm like, what? Why am I? going to be here for so i thought but no 
uh, my fly is going to leave at a certain time. It doesn't matter. I'd rather wait here than being walking at the airport, right? I end up um, waiting. And so when they announced the winner, um, I didn't move. I didn't blink. I didn't do anything. But the lady next to me slapped my shoulder and she um, she said, hey, you won. And, you know, I didn't. I was, you won? I didn't react. You won? Yeah, I won. Okay, hang on kids. a second. Hold on a second. You won. Wait a second. She won. She won. It's a standing ovation. The crowd went wild. That's awesome. Congratulations. I love that. You didn't oh, know wow. I had a studio. You, awesome. you didn't know I had a studio audience, did you? Yeah, they're all here. They're all here. So no. there you go. Yeah. They're here. That is so cool. They're here cheering you on. You won. That's so great. I love it. I love your story. I love it. So what happened then? Yeah. So well, I won first place. I couldn't believe it. Um, I didn't even had a name for my bed sheets, just to so you have an idea that I have nothing except the prototypes. But um, I won and I gained a little bit of confidence. And so I came back to San Diego and I told my husband. Um, so I was like, maybe there is something because after the event, people was asking me if I was selling if I had because I won. And I was like. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, no, I don't have anything. This is all I have. But people started telling me, you need to, you know, create that. You need to manufacture that. You need to start selling them. Anyway, um, then after that, because I gained a little bit of confidence, I actually was meeting with a friend um, in L.A. a couple of weeks after because she told me she could introduce me to someone. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. But while I was in LA, I thought to myself, I cannot go back to San Diego with empty hands. No, because I was thinking that that day I was going to do something amazing for my company. But unfortunately, this person was as an important person that I met. And, and I thought that she was going to help me. But she she didn't have the time. Right. So I was like, I'm going to call someone. So I did a cold call to someone that I thought, I know they have money. They might be interested in investing in my company. So I called them. I asked them if I could pass. Come on. And so I presented my bed sheets to them. And they were amazed. They're like, oh, that's a cool idea. And I was like, yeah, would you like to invest in my company? And they're like, I didn't even have a company there. Um, I, <laughs> I didn't have my LLC. I just said that. And so I left that house with a $25,000 check um, about two hours after I Oh, there we go. There we go. Another applause. <laughs> So you won, you won a patent competition. <clears throat> and invention competition. Invention competition. And you walked away with a check for $25,000. Yeah, that's pretty. Uh, the, yes, the 25000 were um, later on, not at the competition. But it was because of the competition that I gained confidence. And I went actually and pitched my idea to these people. That's amazing. After that. I, I just thought, you know what, if people like the innovation uh, that I created, I I must do something. So we hire a patent attorney. We started this amazing and crazy journey that I'm um, leaving now. But it was it wasn't that easy. It was um, a lot of stumbling blocks in the way. It's not just that 
I won an invention competition and then I got this 25,000 uh, investment. Um, there was a lot. I was still cleaning houses. I was still, uh, you know, struggling with different issues. My, you know, my children, my youngest was in college. I was helping her. And so anyway, but fast forward, um, I started looking more seriously into how bring my product to market. And someone uh, told me, go to the SBDC. So I started going there. I started going to the Women Business Center. And then I met someone that told me to go to present my idea to the Bring program, which is in the University of San Diego. Yeah, And I was like, how am I going to do that? Like, I keep having this mentality that I'm just a mate, right? I'm just cleaning houses. Yes, I happen to win an invention competition and get a $25,000 investment. But uh, that was one of my struggles that uh, my mindset was still holding me a little bit or a lot down. And I keep moving forward and doing stuff, but it's still struggling with my mindset so i was yeah. like no how i'm gonna do that i end up going long story short i end up going to this event at the university of san diego after cleaning three houses that day i was like like i'm always arguing with myself like why are you gonna go there for and then i will tell myself no i'm gonna go <laughs> i'm not crazy okay <laughs> but i argue with myself and so i end up going and in a break, it was almost, again, it was almost the end of the event. It was um, late in the afternoon, but I saw the director of the program and I begged her to give me just seven minutes. I was like, wow. can you just give me seven minutes? I'll, um, she, she looked at me, a tall, gorgeous woman. She she looked <laughs> down at me and she's like, not down in the, but because I'm short. And she's like, okay. <laughs> So she, I'm only four eleven. I know you so, said that. That's so great. So, Look, so she looked down on you, but she wasn't like looking down on you based on you're not worthy. She looked down on you because she was taller, and she's looking down on you. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, it. so she came look at the uh, at the innovation, uh, the prototypes, and she looked at her assistant, and she said, "We're taking her." I could not believe I heard her say that. She's like, she's like, where are you? She asked, she asked me how far I was in the idea. I explained. I said, but last night I received an email from my patent attorney asking me for $3,000 and I don't have the money. And she looked at me and she said, don't worry about it. We're going to help you. Wow. So they, they assigned me a patent attorney and they also assigned me an IP attorney, an intellectual property attorney. And let me tell you, Rob, that was the beginning of something even bigger. An amazing thing happened. I was starting to gain momentum. Um, I was awarded um, a couple of scholarships. I started attending, um, actually, I was in the number one incubator program, the Brink. And then it, shortly after, uh, another incubator program uh, ranked number five, uh, number fifth in, in here in San Diego. And I was attending both at the same time. So I I decided to quit cleaning houses. I was like, this is... Oh, here this, we go. Another, here we go. Know. Another applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I love it. So, you know, the law of action is based on decide, plan, and act. And when you you decide and you plan and you take massive inspired action, momentum is created in your life and you move forward in a very incredible way and magic happens. And you have just proven the law of action because you kept deciding, you planned, and then you took action. You decided and you planned and you act and you didn't let fear stop you, just kept moving in a forward momentum. And look at you today. Look at all the doors that have opened and look at the people that the universe has put in front of you. And you have broken through your fear and you have taken massive inspired action to where you are today. I, I, I'm, I'm just so thrilled for all of your success. You're so inspirational and you're such an action taker. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, you know, I just go every day um, thinking, what am I going to do today to make sure that niche sheets end up in the market? From the very beginning, even when they didn't have a name, I started, uh, you know, going towards the goal of these sheets have to um, end up um, first like that in the hospitality industry because they will help a lot of people. Um, so, you know, to make their job less uh, hard yeah. or more e- easier. So, but yeah. So I I quit cleaning houses and I started devoting my time to to um, to looking into how I'm going to you know get all these deal done. Um, actually, right before I quit cleaning houses, I received an invitation from the USPTO, which is the United States Patent and Trademark Office. They told me that they were interviewing inventors from across the United States and they wanted to interview me. And I was like, of course, yeah, sure. So then later on, uh, after that interview took place, they asked, they told me that they have chose me to be the one future in their official website. Wow. And I just couldn't believe it. Um, so that was happening. Believe was it, happening. baby. Believe it. You're amazing. <laughs> Ruth is amazing. So, oh, look at you. And so I want to know, where do you see yourself in five years? So May 14th, 2026, where is Ruth? Five years from um, now. Take a deep breath I'm, and tell me where you are in five years. I'm going to be in major hotel chains um, in United States. I'm going to be finally available in retail e-commerce. And uh, we, by then, that that that's where need sheets should be. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, I got to tell I, you, I, I think it's going to be sooner than, than five years. And you're, you're absolutely amazing. Um, so if you want to check out, neat sheets is make it neat and the neat is n-e-e-t so make it neat.com it's ruth young loesa um you can check her out on facebook on instagram and she's amazing ruth thank you thank you thank you so much for being here today i'm so fired up today i was already fired up i'm already moving in action and then i hear your story and the one thing that i will say that you have done a couple things you broke through your fear you didn't let fear stop you, and you kept your eyes wide open for opportunity. And yes. you just went out there and did it. And yeah, all the success that you're having and you will have is so well-deserved. And it's going to be funny because as I'm sure people see your success, they're like, 
wow, you're so lucky. Um, no, I worked mm-hmm. my butt off. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. Yeah. if you want something, look, life is very simple. It's not easy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, just so people, whoever is listening or will listen to this, know that as of today, my sheets are already uh, already penetrated the hospitality industry. We are already in a few hotels now. And uh, right now we're working on a couple of projects where... Um, one of them is big, but I cannot share yet. But yeah, definitely all of these is due to the love action. Exactly. You have to take action. Amen. Thank you so much, Ruth. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Thank you for being here today. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. Um, thank you so much for the invitation. I enjoy it. It was a fun ride. And thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy and precious day to listen. We so appreciate it. Thank you for allowing me, along with my very special guest, Ruth Young Loeza, to touch your heart, move your soul, inspire you. Remember, decide, plan, and act. I'm Rob Actis. Until next time, keep taking action. Thank you for listening to the Living the Law of Action show with Mr. Action, Rob Actus. Please rate, review, and subscribe.